All righty. Uh, a lot of discussion on the schools and the governor's budget and the cuts, uh, especially with the foundation aid and Ed Flood, uh, the fine assemblyman. Uh, certainly uh, uh, has gotten a lot of feedback, constituency, and everything else. And a lot of people are up in arms. You know, a lot of pushback and everything else, whether there's change, who knows, to the formula. But it is still a sticking point for many as we welcome in uh, New York State Assemblyman uh, Edward Flood. Hey, great having you. Apologize uh, for a little bit of the lateness regarding the Gilgo stuff. We had to get that in. Uh, but it's great having you, my friend. Happy New Year to you. You too, Jay. Thank you, for, thank you for having me. I do apologize. I'm a little under the weather, so if I sound a little hoarse, I, I'm, I'm sorry. You, me, and everyone else. That's okay. It's that time of the year. Uh, get, give me a sense. You know, we've had a lot of people on and everything else. Uh, what are you feeling out there? Give me some conversations you're having. Albany's, you know, kind of the place. We'll see. A budget has to be delivered by April the 1st. We, we all know that, whether that changes the way this whole thing is at. We know about the migrant crisis, $2.4 billion uh, going into, into that kitty, taken away uh, from some other areas, and that would include the schools here. A lot of people are not happy yet. No, not at all. I mean, most of us are not happy. Um, it, it, it's insane that we have a $234 billion proposed budget, $6 billion more for last year. And like you said, we're allocating $2.4 billion to the migrant crisis, yet we're going to cut school districts' funding. Um, you know, uh, we, have, we have a great team up in Albany, and, you know, with our ranker on education, Doug Smith, we were able to, you know, kind of run some numbers, and every school district in the state could do a 3% increase, which is essentially just keeping up with inflation, for $400 million. So $400 million does seem like a lot, but it's a drop in the bucket compared to the rest of our budget. So this is the governor playing politics at this point. And Ed is going to hold a rally. Uh, it's today, 3 o'clock, 380 Old Town Road and East of Talkit. Uh A lot of officials, uh, Ed will be there including yourself, obviously, uh, parents, school staff, administrators. Uh, I implore them, if they're listening, to get out there. Uh, get out to Ward Melville High 3. Very important needs to talk it. Uh, listen, this is how change sometimes puts into play here. Because if you don't sound off, you get nothing. If you do, it's going to open eyes. And quite frankly, I hope you get a big crowd there today. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think we will. I mean, we had a press conference last week, and we were joined by um, a lot of school superintendents, a lot of school board members, staff, um, principals, uh, elected. Because at the end of the day, I mean, what are we doing as a state? Yeah. We have... We're spending $234 billion next year, but we're going to cut education. I mean, first and foremost, I mean, we have an obligation to our state to provide proper education and training to our future workforce. It, 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 it just seems unimaginable that that's where we, we're deciding we're, we're going to make cuts to, to our school education. Of, of all the things we 
spend money on, that should be one of our biggest priorities. I, I mean, it, it's just it's mind-boggling how the governor wants to cut from here with all the other things we're spending on. It's, it's just where is her priority? And I, I don't get it either. Uh, and we, you know, we we've spoke about this the other day, where the overall amount of foundation aid is set to increase by about five hundred million. That's a change in the formula. Uh, expect to reduce that by four hundred and twenty million. It's eighty million off there. And you know, when you think about it, Assemblyman, the typical school district in New York receives what two thirds of its state funds from foundation aid. And these changes, I mean, there's, listen, there's reason why people are panicking here as far as this alteration is concerned. You're going to have this severely impact a lot of these districts. You're going to have probably layoffs, program cuts, and it's not a great time when schools are seeing declining enrollment to begin with. We know about the scores and everything else, testing, uh, you know, these kids need a jump as far as what they have lost with remote learning, pandemic days, left and right. We don't have to rehash all that nonsense. But in essence, this could not come at a worse time, Ed, at a worse time. Oh, absolutely not. And, I mean, this is this is the, the strange thing about this is you just spoke about the formula. And so when we talk about the formula and the foundation aid, the governor decides in when dealing with the inflation, we're going to take a 10-year rolling average where, you know, inflation 10 years ago was substantially less than it is now. And the other part of it is when we talk about education and her funding of, you know, what they're taking this as a, you know, a wealth tax. But what you're essentially doing is you are, you are hurting school districts for excelling. Um, it, it's just it's mind boggling. The the governor's thought process. I just don't understand. Like you said, it's this is it couldn't be worse time. You had people, you know, remote learning for several years. You had teachers out of, out of the district by by cutting the budget. You're right. There are going to be layoffs, and from layoffs mean bigger classroom sizes. Um, Programs. I mean, like in the Three Villas district, they're getting massive cuts. Um, you know, just as someone who's lived in the, the area, the Three Villas school district is known for its special needs programs, and there are people who buy homes in that district specifically for those reasons. And those that those programs will take a hit. Alternative schools will take a hit. You have, um, you know, preschools that will take a hit. It's you know it, it, it's devastating not just not just so much on the students but think about the families that are going to be affected by this um, you know teachers layoff they they have families they have children to worry about they have bills all because of the governor's priorities of saying hey you know what Suffolk County we have problems Nassau County we have problems so it it seems almost spiteful on her side of that this is what we're choosing to do. This is how we're going to cut money. And again, it, I'm repeating myself, but in a $234 billion budget, $6 billion more from last year, there's not a school in the state that should receive a budget cut going forward. Well, you know, one of my biggest uh, problems with all this is, you know, her priorities as always 
uh, is elsewhere. You know, there seems to be a priority taking care of people who are here illegally, illegally. Um, and the fact is, uh, you have two and a half billion dollars being being set aside for that. Uh, you have the uh, the city under completely underwater, sixty eight thousand or so room and board. Uh, I mean, it's it's just it's just completely out of whack. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what else to say. Uh, you know, uh, when, when we're putting money, you're taking money away from these kids. They're learning. Their institutions. You're taking money away from that and putting it in an area uh, in which people are here. They are here illegally. Okay, listen. Again, again, let me underline. I love when people get chances. Okay, they have every right to get a chance in the greatest country on planet Earth here. But let's do it the right way. Okay, let's do it the right way. I mean, this thing is snowballed beyond belief. We know what the problem is. This governor has never cited the fact to the president of the United States to close the border. If you close the border, and if Eric Adams would have done the same thing way back, you know, maybe. You know, be a little more vociferous, please. Okay? Not at the 11th hour, Eric. Okay? But this governor continues to do the wrong thing, priorities, and just elsewhere. Uh, you should not touch foundation aid. We talk about foundation aid all the time in this program. It is vital uh, I'm telling you, there's going to be layoffs. Programs are going to be cut. You, who knows? Sports teams and music departments uh, and everything else is going to be an absolute mess. I worry about security and personnel. We need that. It is a absolute mess. She prioritizes the wrong stuff. And you wonder. You're right there, Assemblyman Flood. You wonder when she'll wake up. I, I just don't have a lot of confidence. It's an absolute disgrace, and you're right, Jay. Um, you know, we, when we talk about the migrant mess, I mean, we have so many things that we could do right now. We have this right to shelter law, and that's what the city's saying. We have to shelter everyone. First thing I would do is I was at Mayor Adams is I'd bring this in front of a judge, and I'd have them, you know, come out and get get a get a finding of is the right to shelter law, which I believe, and I, I've seen it applicable to New York residents or is, do we have to shelter the world? I, I don't think we do. Um, we also, back in 2017, Governor Cuomo by executive order made us a sanctuary state. With a stroke of the pen, Governor Hoko could undo that, and she has it. And like you said, it is, it's, we, we are putting the needs of those people who are here illegally before our own residents, we have an obligation as lawmakers and elected officials to represent the people of the state. Where, where, whatever agenda they're trying to do, whatever the federal administration's failures are, we can do stuff to mitigate those problems, and we aren't. And it's a total failure of government, and it's a failure to our citizens to keep going this way. And again. Folks, look it up. Take a look at the uh, uh, some of the video there. You know, these uh, situations, asylum-seeking individuals in our city, uh, and what happened to two cops in Times Square last weekend. Uh, and that is I mean, it's just it's, it's disgusting. It's disgraceful. Uh, two cops. I, I mean, say, these, I, these, I, I these uh, so-called asylum-seekers from Venezuela. Okay, four arrested, by the way. Four of them were arrested, processed, and guess what? Cut 
loose without bail. Jay, this is this is just absolutely just disgusting. Um, my twin brother is a police officer. He's done the MTA police for you know over twenty years, um, and, and it, it's absolutely a disgrace that you have people here illegally attack a police officer, and not only are they not you know turned over immediately to ICE. They're just set free without bail. It's just, it's mind-boggling of what this state has become, where it's just, and like you said, you said asylum seekers. 99% of these people are not asylum seekers. They're here, they hear we have an open border, they're looking for a better life. You can't blame them for trying to come, because our federal administration, our, our, our president said, Come, come on. You can't blame them, but they're not asylum seekers. And asylum seekers, we, we do have a process for that. We have points of entry. You can go in legally, make your claim, get your day in court. You These are just people who are flooding over saying, hey, the border's open. We can have a better life there. And you can't blame people because they're, they're looking for economic opportunity. They're looking for a better life for their family. But at the same point, we can't take on the world's population. Yeah. Uh, you know what? We hit an all-time low on Saturday with that incident, uh, and this is what we've been saying. You do that type of crime, you beat up two police officers. This is why police officers, who wants to be a police officer anymore? Nobody respects them, right? Enrollment's down. There's nobody in the academy classes anymore graduating. Uh, and people wonder why, right? People wonder why. We don't have protection. Uh, two cops getting beat up by these five punks. Uh, I'll tell you, it's a sad, sad situation that has come about. Uh, I don't see it getting better either. I don't. I don't see it getting better. Uh, Ed, I hope you get better. Ed uh, Flood does a great job presiding over the fourth district uh, in the assembly there. Uh, and he'll be at Ward Melville at three o'clock today, uh, with the uh, you know tough conditions within him too. He's not feeling great, uh, but uh, he's got a job to do. And I implore everybody to get out there at three o'clock at Ward Melville uh, over there on Old Town Road. Uh, and uh, very important stuff, very important, because that's the only way. You voice properly in a way where it's heard. Hopefully it's going to be heard. And you need these types of rallies. are all over the place. Andy Palumbo on with us. Yeah, we've had a lot of people on. Um, the only way things get done is when you push back. Okay? Uh, and we know the ultimate way, and that is to vote uh, these people the hell out of office. And that's really the only way for change. But in the meantime... <laughs> In between time, get out there. Ward Melville today at 3. Uh, I don't care. Official, a parent, an administrator, whatever district, get out there today at 3 o'clock. Assemblyman, well done. Thank you very much, Jay. Appreciate it. And, yes, absolutely, everyone get out there if you can.